feel about global warning warming <laughs> tell us how you feel yeah I, i'd agree with that and how do you feel about um the current presidential race <laughs> yeah you know what i can agree with that as well and how do you feel about some of the um fights that are going on overseas can you tell us how you feel about it uh fredo Exactly, exactly my thoughts. We haven't had an episode in like two weeks. It's right? Paul's fault, yeah. <clears throat> and the real You say that every time. Because every single episode. Because here's the crutch of it. Who has invited guests on this every time? Me. I have. No, 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 no. I have organized mm-hmm. the guests on the it guests. every single time. And on top of that, you never want to just record with me because you don't really want to get to know me anymore. And that's just mean. I'm going to um, plug the socials. Um Two-pack taper on Spotify, Instagram, and YouTube. Meow. Like I like I said before, this episode is gonna have cats all over the place. Never. They're on some shit. Um, like, subscribe, comment. Definitely give us a five stars on Spotify. It pushes the podcast. We would love that. Um, and yeah, we're back after a little hiatus. Feels like we just got busy. I um, started a new job. <clears throat> We've both been running a lot, right? Yeah. What other excuses do you um, have? You've been treating me just very poorly. So just before this podcast, um, Mac, cup of soup me. <laughs> <laughs> and some people might not be familiar with what that is. So it's when you <laughs> flatulate into your own hand. And then you put it in somebody else's mouth. <laughs> she seemed to think it was really funny. And I was actually just trying to like have a conversation with her. No, that's not what actually happened. What happened was Paul's really aggressive towards me. And if anyone, <laughs> no, if anyone's listening to this, help. Help. Because I was trying to hug him and cuddle on the couch. And actually when he was standing up and so I went and gave him a hug and I said, pick me up and he did. And he body slammed me onto the couch. <laughs> it's not funny. It was not funny. And then he sat on my lap and I couldn't breathe. And I kept saying, I can't breathe. Get off. I can't breathe. And I literally pushed so hard to try to get him off. And he thought it was hilarious. And so then I went upstairs and I was pouting because he was mean and he came up and tried to apologize. And so, yes, I did toot into my hand and throw it in your face. But that's just how the cats are just <laughs> launching off the table. That's just how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. So unfortunately, yeah. So are we going to make amends right here, right now on record? I like, apologize. As you should. On you. Well, I don't apologize for shit. You can't fart in people. <laughs> you can't fart in people's mouths. You just can't. I, I didn't do that into someone's mouth. You one. know what I mean? It smells worse when you cup it in your hand because it, like, isolates it the... It didn't smell. It isolates the it stench. It didn't smell. It did. It didn't. <coughs> Paul, didn't it didn't. You didn't taste it. I didn't taste <laughs> it. You, okay, you did not... One, <laughs> you didn't taste it. It went down Two. my throat like like a little bit of, like, a drink of water. It didn't. Yeah. Now you're just lying. I'm serious. 
He's a liar. We're going to keep it short tonight because um, <clears throat> it's already late. We had dinner. And again, like I said, I don't. I want to know the real hard-hitting question is, why don't you want to record with just me? Mac is leaving for Denver tomorrow. You're avoiding I, my question. Well, no, and I'm about to record a bunch of episodes while you're gone. No one wants to listen to just you uh, on this mic. I thought they might. But I want to know, why won't you record with just me? We, we are. This you is like our you don't like 10th to... one together. Legit. Okay. But we you are. always put up a bit of fight. And then when we do it, you just like want to get it over <laughs> with. And I don't know why. Fight. You do. And it hurts my feelings. I apologize. But you don't mean it. I, you, you can apologize, but it doesn't mean anything if you don't actually mean it. Oh, okay. And I know you don't mean it. I do mean it. You don't. That water's probably covering your entire head. I don't she has care. a Stanley. She has one of those forty-ounce Stanley cups. No, I don't actually. How many ounces is that? It's not a Stanley. The Hydro Flask. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many ounces it is. Um. So yeah, we'll keep it short tonight because it's almost bedtime. Um. So what's been new? How's your body? How's your mind? Well, I'm kind of mad. No, at you. we got to move past. I said I apologize. Well, that's and not why I was gonna say. You f- ended it with a. Farting in my mouth. You ended everything. No, but I'm just, you make me sad sometimes. Oh, no. You do. I'm sorry. You make me sad. She also sent me just a casual link to a necklace that she wanted. And it was like $2,300. It was a gold, 14 karat gold diamond studded burger necklace. For $2,300. But they did have a 15% off coupon, so I don't know why I wouldn't buy it, honestly. <laughs> Free shipping. <laughs> Well, because I deserve gifts. You do. We had our one-year anniversary recently. and Yeah, um, what'd you get me? <coughs> what did I get you? You tell me. Oh, Ms. I got you that bird feeder <laughs> that I'll put up I'll put up while you're gone. <laughs> I thought you might like to watch birds outside <laughs> while you work from home. <laughs> I... Why are you laughing? I need to state this because I'm sorry. Like, I do appreciate everything you do and you give me, but you're the world's worst gift giver. What? The world's worst gift giver. That cat's going to launch up here. Hang on. Um, no, I thought you would enjoy that long term, just like watching your birds in the backyard. You didn't even wrap it. No, I didn't. I, did, I didn't <laughs> you know how to wrap it. In the it trunk. Was, yeah, I didn't know how to wrap that in the bag of food, the bird food. It was heavy. It didn't really go in a box very and well. And then what did you get me for my birthday? Your birthday? Yeah. Back in November? Actually, let's go to Christmas. Oh, What'd you get me for Christmas? I Look, can't remember all these things. I remember. This is what you got me. You got me a light up running vest. Which was nice. Yeah, but who you use it more than I do. No, no, no. You steal it. No. And then you got me my face lotion that I really like, Drunk mm-hmm. Elephant. And it's weird because I only got to start using it last week and it's almost empty. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know I liked it until I, until I bought it for you and I'm like, oh, I kind of like this stuff. I'll get you another one. <laughs> and um, other than that, the other thing that's mm-hmm. weird. I got you a lot of gifts for Christmas. I remember you opening like six or seven, right? Remember that stack? Yeah, but Shoes. I, you can't call it a stack. Oh, just because you put one thing of lotion in a box by itself. Hey, that's a different, that's a, you know, and you're like, this is a new present. What you were really looking for was like how much thousands I spent. That's not entirely true. It's somewhat true. I'm not saying money can buy my love. I'm just saying it 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 can can buy my love. That's sad. Why? I like nice things. I understand you do. 
but I just know you and I know if I bought you a $2,300 diamond studded 14 karat burger necklace, (laughs) it will get worn twice and then end up in a drawer with all the $9 jewelry. I'm not saying you don't love me. I'm just saying that Alex Earl's boyfriend loves her more (sighs) than you love me because she got a panda necklace. Yeah, Unfortunately, Max sees things on TikTok and is like, oh, I need that now. Like the boo baskets. According to TikTok, I'm very abused. Jeez. What does that mean? It means I'm not getting treated the way I should be treated, which is like a queen. I treat you very well. I literally made you and Tess, our friend Tess was over dinner while you guys um, took Enneagram tests tonight. Yeah, but you, you, yeah. Yeah. The answer is yeah. The answer is you reheated leftover soup. Hey, and I got, I got some bread for you. <laughs> some bread for you. But, I, you yeah. know, I served you. We did. Um, let's see. Let's recap our week. Okay. <clears throat> our weekend. Friday, we... What did we do Friday? It's a good question. Shoot. I don't remember. Oh. Um, <clears throat> Anything? We had to have done something, I think. Yes, we had to have. Let me look at my phone. Oh, my gosh. Keep going. We um, ran, I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah, we did run together, and then we you made the soup. Right, we just had yeah, a night Yeah, I think in. we just had a night in. Saturday, we got up, and um, I ran a group run. Paul, mm-hmm. again, is doing this weird thing where he just runs alone so he can get attention. That's not why. Um, so we, I ran a group run afterwards. <laughs> I like how you casually <laughs> just said that one is not true. <laughs> casually. And I went and got bagels. And then after <laughs> bagels, we actually headed over. Well, we had a couple hours in between them, but it was like basically spent rotting. We got the chance to head down to Kalamazoo, Michigan mm-hmm. to um, a local running store. Or I guess not local. My hometown. Um, um, it's called Gazelle Sports. It's technically not local. Oh, do not eat my plant. She's eating. Uh, one of our cats is eating Ugh, plants. So it's annoying. poisonous. Um, um, anyway, so got to go to Gazelle Sports because we were invited down there. They were having an event um, for a company called Pioneer. We didn't get invited. Right? I mean, everyone was invited. Anyone could go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And everyone was invited. Um, <coughs> and one of our friends, Tommy. Shout out Tommy Runs. Tommy Runs was hosting a panel with the, cre- I guess, creator, owner, owner, founder, president, founder of Pioneer. Sid. Sid, which is a the only black-owned running mm-hmm. clothing company. In the U.S. In the U.S. And it was cool. We got to hear his story, how he started it, um, why he cares about it, why we should care about it, um, everything that goes into it, things like that. And it was it was really cool. It was a really great opportunity to hear from someone breaking into the industry as well as obviously someone who can speak towards like diversity and um, what that should mean to everyone, not just him as the founder of Pioneer. Yeah, and you bought a crop top from them. I did. I bought a crop top. It was <clears throat> one of the only shirts I think they have for their women's line right now, currently. But they're still pretty small. Mm. Uh, breaking in, like I said, into the check out industry. pioneers. Yeah, check it out. It's, it's spelled it's really cool. P Y R N P pioneers P Y N R. Let me look it up. Okay. Anyway, it's a unique spelling, which I kind of like. But as someone who is kind of P Y N. R S. So look them up. 
But I thought it was very interesting. <laughs> um, I was telling Tess today, we headed over to a coffee shop and went to like a little pop-up for a plant store. And I was telling them that it was really cool listening to this concept of diversity and creating spaces for people because as someone who has recently, semi-recently started a group, a running group um, and a running team in our area, I feel like I'm always looking for ways to make people feel safe when they come and hang out with us or spend time with us, want to be a part of the group, things like that. And something that really stood out to me was they said that there's a difference between creating a space where everyone can come or it's accessible to everyone. Like, hey, anyone can come here. Like, we're not going to turn you away, basically. And then actually deliberately creating a space where people, like for people, for everyone and with everyone in mind and the difference between that. How do you do that when you're just, dumb question, how do you do that when you're just showing up to run four miles? Yeah, I don't know. I think, and I think <laughs> in a very nice way, um, we, when we were talking to Tommy about it, I kind of asked him, because obviously, if you've listened to our podcast before, you heard our um, conversation conversation with Richard and how he also mentioned that like something you should look for is if you are hosting a running event or any event, any group, if you say everyone can show up and they do, how does that make you feel and being aware of that? Um, are you ready for it? Yeah, basically. And... Um, I think Tommy, in a very nice way, when we talked to him a little bit about it afterwards, it's going to be hard for us, I think. Mm. And that is because we are not a minority. Right. I am a white 28-year-old female. Um, obviously, <clears throat> there's not a, there's stuff I can do, but it's different, right? Like, it's different. I'm showing up differently for that community of people. So I, I don't right. know, like... I think that's something that we're going to struggle with and um, maybe get um, people of minority, uh, you know, minority people in a little more of like power positions. Yeah. Um, and Sid kind of touched on that too. Like there's a difference between like people who obviously hire minorities and then people who have minorities in leadership positions right, right, and right. like making sure there's like a different <coughs> background, a different way of thinking up top. Unfortunately, we don't necessarily have at this point at this point like some sort of um leadership board. Right. I guess for this no, run we're club. We're too small, too poor and too poor. Um, this is also true. We don't know what the hell we're doing. But That's true. But yeah, I just thought it was a someday. interesting concept and I think that's just like as people who are listening to this and people in this <clears throat> community specifically I mean everyone obviously, but um just something to think about. I mean, think about your surroundings, think about the people you are around, the communities that you're a part of, and like how you can also help in that way. Because I don't know yeah. that answer. I just don't know. We'll learn. Hopefully we, we learn and grow and make changes um, as we see fit. Yeah. And, and I think that obviously um, Tommy has said that he would be more than happy to eventually get on the podcast. So <laughs> Come on, Tommy. Questions for him, I guess. Hurry up. I have... Questions. We went. We went to one of my favorite uh, restaurants growing up, Crow's Nest, in the student ghetto of Kalamazoo. If you haven't been there, oof, go. Um, went there with Tommy, and he was educating us on a lot of things. Yeah, um, it's interesting. We talked about Calvin Kiptum. We did. 
and for people that maybe aren't runners that listen to this, which I'm, I'm assuming there's maybe one or two of them. Um, people who randomly find us. Yeah. Calvin Kiptum broke back in October in Chicago at the Chicago. He's a Marathon. Kenyan runner. He's a Kenyan runner. Age 24. 24 years old. Broke the marathon world record time. Two hours, 35 seconds, in- which is like a 436 pace it's or something. It's insane. Um, and that was in Chicago at the Chicago Marathon. Six months ago. Yep, six months ago. Um, wild. Very athletic young man. Um, he unfortunately, tragically passed away in a car accident <clears throat> right before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so that was last Sunday? Like, literally like 10 minutes before the Super Bowl, it felt yeah. like. Or maybe yeah. a half hour, I don't even know. It was him and his coach and then another woman that I Didn't can't die. identify. The woman did not die. Right. But him and his coach did. It's so sad that someone so young and so talented could die just out of the blue that just doesn't happen i don't know it just seems like that's not real that can't really be that can't be what happened especially when he was going to try to break two hours i'm trying to think of like when that has happened in recent memory and i can't think of an example i think i think the weirdest thing about it is like it probably has right there's people all over the universe and they're like my 24 year old randomly (laughs) died in a car crash but there were no drugs or alcohol in use in that situation he had just kind of unexpectedly rose to this like position of being famous, I guess in a way, well in the running community because up till he broke the record and a little bit before then he wasn't a known runner. It's not like we were like, Oh, you know who this guy is? Like he wasn't like, he was probably known within running circles very well. I'm sure within his running circles, he had run what was it, 64 or 68 half marathons in Kenya. Right, right, right. But as far as like universal, <laughs> like around the world, yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah. like this inc- like crazy f- um, <clears throat> figure. But then obviously dying so yeah. crazy after it's been, it's only six months ago, he broke this world record. A month later, he was about to try again. Um, yeah. Not to break the record, but like to, well, I guess to break his yeah, record. Break yeah, his record. Um, and then he just like passes away. I don't know. You, you look for an excuse of like, well, that can't be just like, it just can't be that unlucky. Like that can't be the situation. I think he might be AI. AI? Yeah. Mm, No. He's AI. Tommy said he, uh, touched him and it felt like a person. Okay. Why can't AI feel like people? (laughs) I don't know. They haven't made one yet. Well, you don't know that. (sighs) As far as you you're think? concerned, they have not made AI people. Did you not watch the Super Bowl halftime performance? That yeah. looked like a bunch of AI. Usher? Did you see the way he was moving? Usher can dance. I'm just saying AI. Usher can definitely dance. AI He's been can doing do that some for crazy things. Years. And you maybe the I mean? AI was getting out of control and they had to kill him off. No. I'm just saying. I hope not. I hope that's not the case. Well, I R. feel R. like that almost be less tragic than if he were a real person. R.I.P. Calvin kept him, yeah, but... Now someone's going to have to break his record, and I don't know. It could be me. We'll see. It won't be. Oh. <laughs> You're like, in, let's be realistic here. I'm just saying. <laughs> what like, do you mean? Like, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but like. Why? If I have what's goals. Your, what's your last marathon time? Three. 309. 309, right? I just need like an hour and 10 minutes off. And you're already 35. I'm yeah. going to be honest. Like, do you think you're going to be running marathons for much longer Kipchoge, than five years? I think is like 38 or 39. He's doing like 20. Two of twos, you know. Yeah, two but I don't think he threes. started at like a three oh nine. It's hard to say. It's a thirty-five-year-old, no, but five-foot-two <coughs> white man. Wow. For the record, I am five foot two. 
<laughs> no. Um, I'm just saying. We both have marathons in respectively eight and ten weeks out. Mm-hmm. Um, Max doing Carmel. I'm doing Toledo. Everyone's doing Carmel. It's where it's at. Everyone's doing Carmel. If you're not going to be in Carmel, Indiana on the weekend of April 14th, what the hell are you doing? Probably going to be in Boston. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Another major it marathon. Is fun. Yeah. Oh, well, at least that's Monday, though, so it's not like we can't watch it. So that'll be cool. Um, how do you feel about your training up to this point? I don't know. You're like halfway through, right? Yeah, you're like... More than right? halfway through, I well, think, right? 16-week block, right? Oh, I guess you're right. It only yeah. is. That makes you feel better when you phrase it that way. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty nervous for this marathon, to be honest. I'd say the base building portion's kind of set. Yeah. And... Um, Just more workouts have, and things. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty nervous for this marathon, if I'm being honest. I don't really want to even set a goal. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. You don't want to set a time? Not really. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm going to try my best out there to PR. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I don't know why, but this last year I had a really rough go of like, and I didn't hit any of my <clears throat> races. Like, no, I didn't have a single race go well, in terms of like hitting my goal. Mm-hmm. Like Chicago fell short. I, I PR'd, but I fell short of my goal and it was very painful. And I was just had a really bad taste of my mouth, I guess. And then um, obviously prior to that Riverbank run didn't hit my goal by two seconds. Right. The Twilight 5Ks by um, Tracksmith didn't hit any of my goals there. So I don't know. Yeah, I think you. I think you do need to be patient. I feel I don't like think you, it's a patience thing. You don't think so? You're no. so new. You're a, two years in. I understand that, but these races weren't like out of my means. I understand. I think that's that's different. It's not like I'm saying like, oh, I want to be sub three right now, and I'm not sub three, so like so I when hate you running. Say, well, when you say you have a bad taste in your mouth, well, what does that mean? Like, what do you want to quit running, or do you want to like? No, I just I mean? like. I in terms of like the Chicago Marathon, running a marathon, it just mm-hmm. left a bad taste in my mouth because it was. Mm-hmm. One, I didn't hit my goal, but two, I just, it was a very painful race for me. I just, it wasn't like, it wasn't like I finished and I was like, oh shoot, like I didn't hit my goal. Like that sucks. It mm-hmm. was like from mile 15 on, it was pain. Right. Which I think is different than just like not hitting your goal. That's like not a good time mm. to be in pain for that long, I guess. You haven't been able to look back at that and be like, well, I still <laughs> PR'd. I, I am looking back uh, i am happy with it or you're still like you have like animosity towards that day it's not animosity oh, okay i mean i'm just disappointed in my performance i know mm. i think i look back at that training block and i guess it scares me about this one because i look back and i think i hit a lot of really i think i was in really good shape mm-hmm. and so the fact that like i had kind of a rough go out of it, go at it and like didn't hit it makes me nervous for this training block because i feel like i did a lot more workouts then and obviously weather was on my side and weather of training block as well. So I don't know. Well, like when we, last year at Riverbank, the Riverbank run 25 K here in Grand Rapids, um, you didn't have the race you wanted to have. And mm-hmm. it feels like you have like hatred towards that race now. I don't have hatred towards that race. I think one, I didn't hit the, I didn't hit the time I wanted, which I know if I did now, I would easily hit the time. Mm-hmm. Just I'm in a different place. I was coming off of an ultra marathon. I don't think mm-hmm. racing. What was it like a month and a half after was the best idea I had. Um, 
<clears throat> I don't have hatred for the race. I just don't feel the need to race it again. Like, it's not something where, like, I don't feel this pressure of, like, oh, I got to go out there and prove something to myself. Mm. Like, I did not enjoy the course. So, I just, I don't feel the need to go out there and race it. I just don't want to this year. Okay. I feel like that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, I don't think anyone needs to feel pressured because they had a bad race at, a, at like, somewhere or they, like, didn't like it to, like, go back there and prove something to themselves. You can not like a course. I like I'm like I feel like it's very like people look at me like I'm crazy, but like I just didn't necessarily enjoy running Chicago. And it wasn't because it Chicago wasn't exciting. It was just to me, for a race day experience, the major was overwhelming. Like running a major marathon was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. There were so many people. I never calmed down. I kind of felt like all over the place in the morning. I forgot my food and the like it was just kind of like a hodgepodge mm-hmm. and like I think that maybe smaller races just suit yeah, me better. Maybe your jam. We'll see at yeah. Carmel. And that's fine. I, but I don't <laughs> think that like, it's not mean I hate them. I know. I've heard you talk not like poorly never, about the race, but like your experience at Riverbank and it yeah. seems like you're very salty about it. Well, yeah, I'm always, you're going to be salty if you don't hit the like goal time you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that sucks for me. I think you and I are different in the sense of like, um, I would, I kind of want to go back and like do it better, I guess. And that's good for you. I know. I'm just saying we're different. Yeah, yeah, we're different. That doesn't make, like, I don't, one's not better than the other. I know. I just, I don't personally feel like I have to prove something to myself. I understand. Because if I went and ran that race today, the fitness that I'm at today, I know would be so different than the fitness I was at last year. Right. At that time. That doesn't give you like the itch to be like ah maybe i should throw it down see see if i can get like sub two or sub two two hours not really because Mm. i know i could yeah i'm not i i don't i don't know i don't have doubt in my fitness and my capabilities i feel like for you to say that is like oh like you you feel like you have something to prove to yourself like if you don't do it in real life like it means you like technically Mm. couldn't i don't know i think um for me i just i guess because it's uh it's an identical, like you're doing it from one year to the next. There's no other variable other than the result. There is though. What, what do you mean? Your whole year is a variable. Well, I just mean. If I ran the, if I ran Riverbank last year, when I ran Riverbank last year, which is a Riverbank is a 25 K in Grand Rapids, Michigan. When I ran it last year, I was a month off of an ultra marathon no, that I, I did in the mountains. Okay. So that's a variable that I ran an ultra marathon. The weather on that day was like 97% humidity. It was raining. That's a variable. So then this year, my variable would be I'm coming off of a marathon where I'm in, this is my A race for spring. So I'm going to give my all at my A race in, in April. And that's one month exactly from Riverbank Run. There's a variable. If we wake up at Riverbank Run Day, which has happened before, and it's 100 degrees, mm-hmm. that's a variable. Yeah. No, I understand. What I'm saying is like if I look at it on paper <laughs> and if I, if I can like, I guess just my personality, if I can shave off and like see a lower time on my Strava, I'd. I just have like a thing where I like to see that. I don't know why. Um, I feel like that's an ego thing. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's your ego saying, well, like I must've gotten better if I could do a better time this year. Yeah. It's that, the same race. That's if it's the exact same race and I can maybe do a better time, it, it will tell me, okay, I'm, I'm doing better with my fitness. Um, but yeah, for you, but I feel like you should know that, right? Like if you, like I know based off of the times that I hit in my training cycles, yeah. like if I look back, at this time last year and look at my easy paces and the effort that I was putting out mm-hmm. versus now, that's a, that's a sign that I'm doing better. 
my easy paces mm-hmm. have like naturally sped up a bit. Like right. I trust in the process of like running is just added on fitness that like I don't need to go back and race to 25K <laughs> to prove to myself that I'm more fit than last year. Well, we'd love to have you there. I'm going to be there cheering. I just, and maybe like, and that's Kidding. not to say one year I won't go back. Like maybe no, next I year I won't do a spring marathon and I'll just train for the 25K. Mm-hmm. But just, it's not, my identity doesn't ride on like having that race time go lower. Yeah, I understand. And I just, I don't know. I guess like, I also want to make sure that myself as a runner, that my identity and like my self-worth does not ever lie in like a race time. Mm-hmm. Like if I were to go out to Carmel and something happens and I run a 345 or even a four hour marathon, like my, that doesn't say anything about where I'm at as a person, like no. in my fitness, like something mm-hmm. happens and that's fine. And like, that's just how, that's just life, I guess. Yeah. Anything like, could happen race day. Yeah. And so I just, I don't know. I never want to bank it on that. Like I'm looking at like training cycles and like, my running career as a whole as it continues. Mm-hmm. And also I do think that's there's, I do think there's a bit of nerves with me this year when it comes to racing a little bit, because I do think as much as I'm invested in my, my own racing and my own training cycle, I do have a added letter layer of stress this year from like running, like trying to stand society up from the ground, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I do have an added focus of like, <clears throat> I've been heavily invested in that and it's, I guess like that is on added stress. Yeah. So that's just where I'm at. It's a good stress, right? At times I think. Yeah. I like what I'm doing. Cause you wouldn't do it if you didn't want to. No. Right. And I like what I'm doing for the community. Right, right, I right, just, right. it just is an added stress. There's mm-hmm. layers to it. And obviously like I want to be bringing something that's valuable for everyone who's a part of it. Oh, Sorry, we're really getting tired. No, yeah, and if you are in the Grand Rapids or Michigan area or within driving distance, April 21st, 2024, so in. Or fly out. Yeah, or fly. It's worth it. Um, <clears throat> totally worth it. We're hosting a mile race. Society, a road mile race. Society Track Club is hosting a mile-long race. And I feel like. April 21st. I feel like people don't. I don't know if this is true, I guess, in my opinion. I feel like people don't understand that it's. It's going to be like a sanctioned race. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's not like a group run where like, right. hey guys, we're all showing up and there's going to be an unofficial timer. It's I wonder like, if people think that if it's just like, oh, they're doing it for fun. I know. I, I, I wonder if they think that yeah, too. Like might. this is not a for fun thing. Like, no. well, I mean, I guess, there's yes. There's going to okay. be a gun. Yes. <laughs> there's not going to be a gun. I want to shoot a gun when it no, starts. No, there is going to be um, cash prizes yeah. for elites, non-binary, mm. which I think is pretty cool. I like that. I think that stands it, out. <clears throat> um, like we'll have enough participants. Yeah, and if we don't, then mm-hmm. it's going to go back into the fund, and then next year it'll come back out okay. until we get participants um, who want to identify as non-binary. Like, it's always going to be a choice with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so cash prizes, obviously there's a timing map, beginning and end, after chips. party, chips, and stuff Elites. like that. Elites. There will be an elite group. Yeah. Kids group, open group. Mm-hmm. So come yeah, on Yeah, how out. do you make it seem more legit than, like, hey, we're all meeting here for a casual mile race? Right. Like... I think it's just going to take, um, it's going to take at least one time, right? For people to be like, oh, I saw a video of that. That actually was a race. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Hopefully we can get like decent footage while we're out there. Yeah. We should um, ask Nick. Who? Nick. Jamora? Yeah. Like photos. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Or videography. Yeah. Um, anyway. So yeah, come out to that. Um, Mac is leaving tomorrow to Denver for work for four days. Oh, I love it. I can't wait. Really? I need time alone. Okay. It's nothing against you. 
It just sometimes it feels good to travel alone and I'm in my own little hotel room all alone and I get like I just say it again alone. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Sometimes I get I need it. I need it. Sometimes this house stresses me out. Oh wow. It does. Oh no. I stress you out. You stress me out sometimes. Wow. That hurts. I just like why does that hurt? No, I'm just kidding. I'm I, sure I stress <laughs> you out. <laughs> mm. You're telling me I don't stress you out. Not really. Never? No. I know I stress you out because I know you are very, very, very particular about things. I'm not particular about things. I'm not quite as particular about things. <laughs> I'm not particular about things. What am I particular about? Tell me. Look at look around us. Tell me what I'm particular about. What do you mean? What, are there, I'm not particular. About like where things are? Like about things we've talked about this on the podcast too many times dishes clothes sure. yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah i'm gonna miss you i'm probably gonna host some podcasts while you're, you're gone. not gonna host that's not fair because i've always wanted to host my own podcast all alone and you would you never could? let me what never let you because i would do a, i would How do a really days good are you could, rotting on the couch where you could fire up these mics that's <laughs> fucked up that you brought that up <laughs> what fire up the mics now you're gonna have to give me the um, recordings to upload and we'll see if they do see that's what i mean it's like you would never do it i would if if i would have to listen like, to it obviously I could, I could probably do one tomorrow before i leave just I, sit here in the yeah, kitchen no why i mean you could are you going to i might leave this up and we'll see if i do you know what you're just mean because i could do a good one i think that i have a lot to talk about but sometimes i feel like you get bored of hearing me talk i don't get bored of you i think you do oh my god we're fighting you're making assumptions i'm not making assumptions um no i like hearing your voice it's pleasant. It's pleasant. I'm still not over the fact that you farted in my mouth, but <laughs> we move on. Um, Farts are funny. So yeah, if anyone wants to be a guest uh, this week, holler at your boy. What? Well, Nora and Alex are coming on on Friday. Friday yeah, we'll, Nora and we'll be Alex. having some guests on Friday. Yeah, they have interesting backstories, and you get to hear a new accent that's not Michigan. <laughs> it's similar. Don't you know? It's similar. Isn't that sound good? Oh right. yeah. Should we end it there? Where are we at? Thirty-seven minutes. You know, I have a lot more I could talk about. I That's know, fine. But it's bedtime, right? That's what stresses me out is you control everything. Oh, we should we, should we keep talking? Yeah, because here I have something else to complain about. Here's oh, another thing no. to complain about is that like you don't get to call the shots on what bedtime is anymore. And you want to know what? When I'm in Denver, I'm gonna stay up as late as I want, Dad. <laughs> I'm gonna literally stay up all night. And you want to know what else? I'm going to have ice cream right before bed and nobody's going to tell me not to. I never tell you don't have ice cream before bed. Yes, you do. You say you shouldn't have sweets before bed and you're going to be hyper. Well, yeah, you do get hyper and you get actually psychotic in bed sometimes when we get in. That's not true. Like, But you know I do that out of love because <laughs> we don't spend a lot of time together during the day. Mm -hmm. Then when we get into bed, it's the only time we have together where we're not on our phones. So then I get all like, I want to hang out. I know. It's just out of love. You want to have like wrestling matches on the on the mattress. <laughs> People are going to think that's sexual, and it's not. Unfortunately, it's not. It's not. The cats are causing destruction in this place. I know. It's Ripper. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good closing spot. You want to know what I think we should close on? Hmm. Food for thought. What does that mean? It's when you say something and you let people take it away. Okay, and then say they, something they munch on it. and then let them think about it. Go ahead. What do you got? <laughs> We're waiting. Um... Food for thought. Okay. I'm going to have to edit this. <laughs> this huge break of Max Thought. 
What is your thought that you need people to think about? I'm thinking about it. I want to leave them with something. I think it's important. She's got nothing. No, I think it's important. You're just making this more difficult on me. With the yeah, editing. you want to? I don't even care. You want, Can you please make sure that you add in the part that I was interviewing Frodo? Yeah, I'll try. Because it was so cute. Um, I know. What? I think, and you know what? We should do more things on Instagram where people can like write in. And like say something because I think this is my food for thought. What? Because we talked a lot about like community and identity and Mm -hmm. creating a space for everyone. And I think that my food for thought for everyone is like walk away and really take some time this week to like identify what you put emphasis on in terms of your self-worth. And like where your self-worth lies and how you can maybe shift that for a more healthier emphasis river's the star of this show <laughs> so that's the food for thought food for thought river you have check, any food for check, thoughts check in on yourself there you go have any food thoughts all right we're out she mac just rips on her no neck. i don't okay all right no one can see we're this out. but we're peace. out peace see ya bye